1: Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage, and today we're going to talk about these contracts that are being written and about the appraisals. Yes, I, I understand there's no inventory right now. We all know that. So everyone's fighting and competing, and I just have to share with you, for each buyer, I'm probably doing 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 free approval letters before they finally get the home. You know, obviously we know that the people are going with cash. It's conventional. And I think you got VA and FHAs at the bottom of the barrel from what I gather. But anyways, with that being said, we want to go ahead and talk about things that are important for you and about protecting you. And it's about protecting you in regards to the appraisal part. You know, we're going to break things down section after section like I have been doing in my podcast and in my uh, videos. But really, let's talk about the appraisal. I had one over the weekend. And the realtor called me up to say, listen, we're going to waive the appraisal contingency completely. I don't think that's a smart move. And I expressed that to him because, you know, you know, the appraisers that we have do a great job. And you know what? They're fighting a good fight with all these values going up and trying to make sense out of all the things that are going on. And I can only imagine what it's like to be an appraiser. So nothing but kudos for the great job that they do. But then you, you got an appraiser that may just have an off day and it may be a bad appraisal. Well, if it's a super bad appraisal, well, what happened to your your buyer? You put him him or her into a bad situation. If you waived appraisal, what happens? Even though you may think you know what the value is, you've done all your comps and homework, but really, if you have that, is it really the motivation of the listing agent to go ahead and meet the appraiser? Do they really care? Because there's no appraisal contingency. And as you well know, when we run the loan through DU and LP, Sometimes we get an appraisal waiver. So I had one that just recently, they just priced it higher. I ran the loan and they didn't want an appraisal. So that was cool. All kudos. But when you need an appraisal and you don't get a waiver, uh, that could be a situation. So you just want to protect your, your, your buyer in regards to like not having to wait, take all their money. Because a contract's a contract, a legal binding contract that they've signed and given good faith money on. And I just think that exposing themselves without an appraisal contingency is a factor. Because again, the listing agent has no motivation to go to meet the appraiser. So it's up to you. You gotta make sure you're the contact person. But again, what if you get a bad appraisal? And and they do happen, believe me. I've seen some that are like, whoa. And if that's the case, your, your, your purchase is messed up, lawsuits are in the air, and you got a bad situation. And I just think you need to prevent it. So I would recommend doing some kind of ceiling cap you know, like we recently had one where they—I guess they purchased their offer was for five fifty, but if it went below four eighty, then the, the deal's off. Well, guess what? It came in at four eighty, but the buyer was putting down a significant amount of money. So to them, it's, you know, there was like twenty percent. So it works out to like ten percent. They had to pay PMI, and they are okay with it. So that's the situation. But they put a ceiling on it. They didn't let it go. And I just think that's very important. It's a short podcast but i'm really just trying to express to you the importance of not waiving an appraisal you just don't know who's doing it and you need to protect the buyer and keep from having lawsuits flying because i just don't think that's the way to advise it in fact i closed on another deal people bought it from up north and they didn't have an appraisal and they had to come with the extra money and it was like robbing their kids Florida prepaid or not Florida prepaid but their 501 it was a retirement account and they were totally exposed and like that was bad and it was they closed but it was a bad one so I'm just sharing that with you please note always be on the cautionary side I know it's frustrating but sometimes I think if you're in this situation you got to put it in neutral until you can figure it out and make a logical dis- decision and knowing if the house is meant to be, it'll be, if it's not. One last little thing, I said that already. I always find, I always ask the buyers at the closing table after they've gone through 10, 11, 12 homes, hey, how did it work out? Is this the home? They go work, you know, it was a hard process going in and out of all these homes, but really this last home was the one for us. So, you know, it will happen. And this is only in a snapshot of time. This will not last forever. The market will change, and it will be a whole different game. This is just a snapshot in time today. So think it through. Be safe and protect yourself. I'm Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage. Go to www.ddamortgage.com. Go to my blog, videos, subscribe, and get the podcast if you want to hear a little bit more. Thanks, and have a great day.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.